Hey, Salt and Light people, Jesse and Sunny are here, and we are looking forward to getting into it today. Yeah. All the things. All the things. Yeah. Um, but I want to go ahead and pray. So, uh, God, you're a good father, and um, I love the community you bring together in these conversations. I love that we can get to know you by getting to know one another. It's so great. Like, it's just such a gift to us. Uh, we love you. And we praise you, and I just ask that these conversations would be filled with your spirit, um, that we would be listening, and that we would be very aware of your presence. Mm, in your name, amen. 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 Okay. So, Jesse Lowe. So, Sunny. <laughs> we, um, we have been ta- having this little conversation before we hit record, talking about prayer, mm-hmm. um, meditation, and anger. Yeah. And where all those things kind of intersect and what happens in our relationship with God and in our spirit. So tell me, let's talk about your current prayer life right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is interesting because um, I've been experimenting with a different way of, like, orienting my time, my quiet time, mm-hmm. or, like, my time in the morning with God. Yeah. So, what I would say before is that I would, like, I would read a chapter at a time, and then kind of, like, study that, and go from there, and then pray accordingly, right? But, so, um, I've been trying this new thing, and I don't know how to say it. Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina, which is, it's, like, a, more of a meditative way of reading scripture. So, can I tell them, like, the Please background? Please do. Yes. Okay, so, this is a um, Ignatian-style praying. Mm-hmm. So, St. Ignatius, if anybody knows who St. Ignatius is, he's the founder of the Order of the Jesuits, or the Order of Jesus. So, mm-hmm. their whole... And they're kind of, they broke off from the Catholic Church, so they have some very, like, Catholic kind of practices. Mm -hmm. But this type of prayer um, is meant to, like, situationally place you in Scripture, Mm -hmm. which is what you've been experimenting with. Meaning, so you would read Scripture, and then you, like, meditate on it and imagine yourself in In the Scripture. And you allow the Holy Spirit, then, to use your imagination to place you in different proximity to Christ or whatever the story might be so um, anyway you can tell us about your experience so what's interesting is I actually because then you're like oh what are you reading and I'm like well I'm just going through the gospels a scene at a time Mm -hmm. and so what's been really cool is that um, I don't feel like I find myself as like a character but I find certain things coloring the wholeness of that scene and how that colors my life. Does Mm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me explain that a little bit. So, one of the scenes recently was um, Jesus in the desert with temptation. Okay. Okay. And the part that stuck out to me the most was that Jesus rebukes Satan and then the angels comforted him. Yeah. And I felt the comfort of angels. So, like, so I read it, so, like, the the way I, I personally have been doing it is, like, I'll read through it once, and I'll see, like, if anything, just read it for content. And then read through it. And with whatever stuck out to me the first time, with letting that mm-hmm. uh, shadow upon the whole scene. Okay. So it was almost like, so then all of a sudden, the story of Jesus in the wilderness was this anticipation of being cared for. Uh. And so then the third time, pl- I guess it is, placing yourself in there right. and feeling comforted. Right. And so that was really interesting. Or like... um today what did I read today it was so interesting I was like oh interesting <gasps> oh yeah Jesus so then so then I was trying to do this around the mount and we just have studied that so right. hard that I stopped 
I was like, I can't do my right. like contemplative practice for this because I'm like bringing all these like like it it just didn't work. So then I moved on and I was like, right after he gives his sermon on the mount, he heals a person. Yes. And in the healing of the person, the man says, um, "If you are willing, I know you can heal me and restore me." And Jesus says, I am willing, mm. you are healed. And I heard, so the whole scene was colored, I am willing, mm. you are healed. And so then I was like, he is willing to heal me. Like, he's willing to hear, heal my hurts right. and my life and the things that are going. He is willing, and I just have to ask for it. And so, like, it's so interesting because this has been good for me because if you look at where my walk has been, like, sometimes God becomes an intellectual practice for me yeah. in my studying and, like, reorienting myself yeah, and things too. like that. But this is so beautiful because it, it creates more of, like, a listening yes. in there. And I and it also rubs against some of my, like, fundamental upbringing, which is, like, you read it for literally for the place, for the time. But I already know those things. Yeah. So it's really interesting to read and be like, what sticks out to me here? How does this make this scene change? Yeah. And how does it change me? Right. And I think the the reason why they call it the Bible is living and active. Yeah. I think it's because it has the ability to speak to you in yes. that way. Right. And so, like, that was a really good one for me this morning was, like, um, I'm willing. And I kept thinking, I'm willing. He's willing. Yeah. He's willing. And so it was really good. That's so anyway, awesome. so that's what my, so it's interesting because, like, I do still, like, pray for people and pray for my life circumstances and, like, normal conversations with God. But, like, that personal quiet time in the morning instead of like a thick study right. has been more of like a, an orientation. Yeah. It's like reorienting for my day of like, what do you have for me mm. today? And even like looking back to the, the angels care is I, we had a personal situation come up at work that day that I was like, this applies. Yeah. Like he, we are just, we need to not soldier through it, but like we need to follow his work here yeah. and we will be cared for because we awesome. can trust that he's caring for us. So it's so cool. Like it's been kind of cool that, um, I've been able to step a little bit outside of the intellectual putting God in the places that right. I want him to be and more as like letting him color right. my days that's awesome. and my mornings. So that's for me. Hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But, um, so you've been doing something different. Well, so, um, I have always, I'm just going to put my little plug for my friend here. have always wanted mala beads because mm -hmm. I just love, well, I love meditation. I love the idea of reclaiming, um, mala beads for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and obviously the rosary does directly it's influence like the same thing. from the yeah. mala, from the Eastern tradition of mala beads. So because it, it had a good thing. deal. It's a good idea. Can you explain the so, practice of a mala so bead? So what you do with mala beads, and I'm wearing my mala beads now, is there's 108 beads and there's like some auspicious number. Or I mean, it's so like 108 sun salutations. Yeah. So it's a thing. It's I don't a really thing, and I don't yeah. really get it, but. Whatever. Um, Isn't there 108 beads on a rosary too, or something similar? I, I don't can't, know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So anyway, what you do with your mala beads is um, you use them to meditate or pray, and so you hold the mala in your hand and you say the prayer and you move the beads through your hand one at a time. So the point is, like, if you were doing a rosary, you do however many hail marys you have to move that many beads through your fingers okay. and pray yeah. that prayer that many times. So it keeps track of it for you. Right. So it's like a counting system. Okay. But it's also a tactical way to keep you focused because we're yeah. humans and it's easy to get distracted. Yeah. So my friend Karen, she has this awesome, she's a holy yoga instructor and I love her and she um, makes these malas and her 
business is called Lazuli and Cedar. And it's beautiful. I've seen some of her stuff. Oh. I mean, I've seen Sunny's because she's literally wearing it right now. But I've totally seen her stuff, and it's really, really beautiful. So I asked her to make me some make me mala beads and so she did and so what I've been doing is um, using the mala to meditate and pray the Jesus prayer mm -hmm. so the Jesus prayer has been coming up in my life so many times like constantly for the past six eight months I would say I feel like we've talked about that a little bit yeah. on here and yeah so the Jesus prayer for those of you who don't know what the Jesus prayer is it's this ancient like desert fathers mothers like one of the original corporate prayers mm -hmm. and um, it's Dear Lord Jesus, have mercy on my soul, or have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm -hmm. And so it's supposed to encapsulate everything. Acknowledge that Jesus Lord. is Lord, you know, that he is the one who offers mercy and grace and orients you as to who he is. Like, we're a sinner. Mm -hmm. You know, we're broken. We need his mercy. So anyway, I have been using my mala to practice saying that prayer. And so 108 times is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> A lot of times. It's, it's a lot yeah. of times. And um, at first I found it was really difficult to sit, to, rem to to say it, or I'd forget I was holding the beads, and I'd be like, what number am I, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's been really interesting because that prayer, when you pray it often enough, and it just becomes like it's a mantra, right? Like mm -hmm. that's what a mantra is. It's something that you just repeat to yourself over and over. And um, it's been very calming to me, and I find myself craving it, which is weird that is weird like really craving that time to sit and say that prayer and rem and orient myself to Christ because I think a lot of times when I pray like I talk to God all the time mm -hmm. like constantly but how, but prayer doesn't always orient us no so that's the interest like I think I use the same word right what it's like it orients me like it reminds me of and not just like not I feel like my love and my relationship with Jesus is so comfortable and so safe that I sometimes forget that he's God. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Like, I forget just how powerful he is. And so when I remember how powerful he is, that makes that love and that comfort that much more, like, a big deal. mind-blowing. Yeah. And so this prayer has been really, like, orienting me and who I am to him, but who he is to me. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? It does make sense it does so the tactical thing is interesting to me so yes. like the use of the mala because um there's so if you're ever looking for guided meditation mm -hmm. uh i use what is that what do i use to listen to my music goodness I can't. spotify, spotify. they're on spotify so that's all but the liturgists have guided meditation mm -hmm. and there's one of them and i don't know which one it is because i use all of them every once in a while but one of them he gives instructions that um, you would take your thumb and your pointer finger and then your thumb and your middle finger yes. and then your thumb and your pinky right. or whatever. My God loves me. Mm. And so, like, when you find yourself in med in a meditation practice, wandering, right. to use that as my God loves me. Right. So that's why I think it's because so that's their mantra for right. this particular one. But I actually told my students the other day to, like, use that as a tactical way to keep yourself yeah, present. Yeah, yeah, and so I, that's why I find it so interesting because I know you're more sciencey than me, but there's a science behind the tactile thing. Do yep. you know that? Uh, oh, you're like Jesse. I'm on the spot. Know if I know that. I mean, I know like there's the different traditions about, or just different styles of meditation, mm -hmm. and so a lot of the like Eastern Indian meditation, Buddhist with the mala is meant to like 
transcend you out of your mm-hmm. thought and out of your body-ish. Mm-hmm. But the way that I am trying to meditate with my beads is to use this as a reminder of my physical self and my physical body and not stay here. Yeah. Stay rooted right. and grounded. Exactly. And like contemplate. Mm-hmm. So, but no, with the science stuff, mm. I think it does give your body a remind, like one, a reminder that you're here. So like, for, cause for me personally, like in meditation, like I probably last with quiet thoughts about 60 seconds. Right. <laughs> and then like, I start thinking like about a conversation I've had or you have the monkey brain, the monkey brain. Yeah. And so I feel like by giving myself either, you know, sometimes they don't give a tactical thing. Like they'll say like, choose a word right. or choose like, your which breath. most of the time is my breath because I think my breath is always my reminder how close God is or like I one time I remember telling one I love the wind because the wind and the breath are both big pieces for me personally of like a reminder of God and so when I feel the wind I'm reminded that he is moving around me and that he is making a difference in the world that I live in and then when my breath is like a reminder of how close and intimate he is with me so I use my breath as my like hook to stay but like the tactical thing is even more powerful of it because it actually gives my my body something to do yeah. while I'm also staying here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like staying yep. in that moment. So it's so interesting. I think, um, men, I think so. Like if you're talking now talking to salt and light people between Sunny and I, like Sunny, I feel like you're so much more experienced in meditation. And like, for me, it's something that I'm like, it's a discipline to yeah. do because I don't feel like you get immediate. Like you're talking about how you crave it. I don't crave. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not there, Yeah. but like, I do think well, share the thing you said about what meditation is that you heard someone say the other day. So I'm going through um, master holy yoga training, mm-hmm. and um, we just were talking about meditation last week. Yeah. Which I was going to say one other thing about that too. Oh, okay. That you tra- you reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our instructor, she said, and I don't know if she made this up or where she got this, but that meditation is our prodigal experience with God. Mm-hmm. So meditation is the time where we like that's where we come back to God. Yeah, I think when you told me that, I said it's like coming home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's returning. It's a complete returning. Yeah. So, and then of course the breath part of that is really important. And you know, like you said, the wind and the breath, I mean, and you know, I'm sure that the Hebrew word and the Greek word for breath is wind and and spirit. spirit. Like that's the same same. thing. That's why it means something. Yeah. (laughs) But it's important for you guys. It's a powerful thing that your breath, that the same, it's the word for spirit or wind, Mm -hmm. but that is God and God, appears in the wind all the time mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, you like, is it his voice is in the wind? Right. Quiet. And so, but that whole like returning to that prodigal experience with God. And, the, and when I think about that, I think, uh, because I can pray to God. I can blah, 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 blah. I do it all the time. Like mm-hmm. I'm constantly, God is my number one confidant. Like he hears it all. Yeah. And he's happy to listen, mm-hmm. you know, but I need to listen to him too. Yeah. And so that, like, sitting in the quiet and even just the reciting of the prayer, putting yourself into scripture, like, it's giving him a chance to reveal himself to me. Yeah. Instead of me being like, God! Yeah. And it's hard to... It's. I think... I think all dis- these are disciplines. Right. Meditation, prayer, oh, all yes. of these things are called disciplines for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so I did want to let people know if you were thinking about trying out what I was talking about or what Sunny was talking about. For me, like personally, afterwards, 
after like I've read through it three times, mm-hmm. I sit with that right. thought. Like so today I sat with he is willing right. and I sat there and I mean like I don't look like for me personally I don't look like I'm not like sitting with my you know, on the floor with my hands open, which is totally fine if you do that. I'm like drinking a, so I want people to be like there's different it looks different uh, for everyone. I'm drinking my like, cup of coffee. Laying in my bed. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. whole like oh you have to sit perfectly around on your meditation blah, 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 pillow that no. you have to spend sixty dollars on. No. Like seriously no. And so that's why I wanted you to know like meditation and quiet like listening practices are going to look what does that look like for you and so for me I think I'm having my cup of tea with Jesus right Right. now and so like I sit there and I'm listening but you can drink tea it doesn't like it can be that but it doesn't have to be your eyes don't have to be closed no and and sometimes they are sometimes I light a candle and I just pay attention like I keep my gaze on the candle because it it keeps me focused in but like that's the thing is like this is for you yeah this isn't you making yourself around something else it's like for you and so yeah it's been it's it's very powerful yeah very very powerful it's so powerful and i think one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about this today is because um part of one of the things that went out this week was on the fruit of the spirit and when we did our so what's interesting is when we originally wrote this material we hadn't studied the fruit of the spirit yet but in studying the fruit of the spirit and even that first post that we just went over this last week we talked about how these um gifts of the spirit or fruit of the spirit they don't come out of our own striving right. but they come with getting quiet mm-hmm. with letting the spirit work in you right. and letting go of like i always call it um with my wife my white fists you know right. from like holding white hands, knuckling it white knuckling it they yeah. let go of the white knuckling opening up turning the palms open and letting god work within you and i think that this practice of listening is like the best like one of the easiest ways into moving towards right. letting that because it's not a striving no. it's not about how far you read or how if you learn all the facts right. or all these other things it's literally like it's the reason why i think it's so hard is because it's not doing anything yeah and we are a doing <laughs> culture you yeah. know what i mean and yeah. so as we talk about the like this week we talked about um false fruit and what that looks like and what real fruit looks like right but like the reason the, the real narrow fruit, and the, the narrow wide yeah exactly same it's thing. the same these things are the same idea and jesus i love how he does that that he has the same idea and he tells it four or five different right. ways so that somebody gets it you right. know yeah like he's like okay let's try it a new way you yep. don't get it that time but like it's that this is these are hard things because because there's no badge at the end of it yeah you know like right. there's no goal met we talked about sunny and i were talking about goals before we podcast but this you can't there's it's nothing tangible to hang on to. Yeah. However, with, you know, then you can flip to, like, the scientific research yeah. side of meditation mm-hmm. and, you know, stress reduction and um, sleep and anxiety and blood pressure and all these things. Like, that the obviously, like, God made it, right? Yeah. Like, Jesus, how, Jesus is constantly meditating. Mm-hmm. Like, he's our model. He's going off to be alone. Right. Yeah. And to oh, be yeah. quiet. And, and like, to be quiet. So and to listen. And I think that's so important and sunny won't give herself a plug but i'll give her a plug i know i saw the other day that you're gonna start you're gonna have a meditation thing coming up i am gonna have a meditation we did not plan this this is so i'm just letting you know i'm putting a plug in for her because we are having to talk about meditation and i literally just saw this on facebook so please plug yourself real quick just so they know so i had a uh, couple of members have asked me about meditation lately and um and I talk about it in yoga sometimes too. But so on the oof, 19th of October. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, what day did I make it? So it's a Wednesday <laughs> evening at seven o'clock for just 30 minutes. 
we're having um, an open meditation at the gym at okay. Camu Fit, and anybody's welcome. It's free, open to the public. Well, I'll probably I'm going to give like a little bit of background and explain some meditation, but I want to make it really open and free so that people can have something that when they walk out with, they'd be like, oh, I can totally do that. I can do this. This yeah. is something I can absolutely do. Um, and it, it, I am a Christian, so my meditation is. Jesus but this one but isn't no, uh, no. necessarily like you have to hold to a certain no nope. which is great because I'm sure there's people who listen who aren't Christians right and, and that's fine to too and they, it's good for them and so like here's that's literally not planned just so you guys know but I was like thinking oh my gosh she's talking about the science by meditation there's a reason why Sunny knows all this stuff because she's so passionate about it and um, I'm gonna try to be there so that's fine you should try to be there. <laughs> So, a little plug-in for her. But, um, yeah, so this is, like, a little bit all over the place. But I think it's so interesting because I don't think... So, we live in the yoga world a little bit. Right. Like, we have our feet in a couple different places. And so, I feel like meditation is a normal conversation yeah. with our, between us, yeah. with, our, with yoga people. Yeah. But I don't feel like meditation is super talked about within, like... Christiany, no. churchy world, which is there's some fear surrounding oh, yeah. it, and I think uh, it's always whenever there's fear around something, I always welcome people. It doesn't mean don't jump into the deep end if you're afraid of it, but like maybe look at it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like why? Like why? What about this makes me feel fearful? Right. And is this something that um, is it, is it because I feel like it's evil is that is anything really evil or right. do we let it be like yeah. let it be evil or whatever you want to say whatever language you put to it so I think it's an interesting conversation I think today so. well and just like the you know the mala beads um like Heath who was looking at him the other day he's like what religion are those from I'm like they're from Jesus but <laughs> you know but that's a good yeah it's a, it's a good reminder that this is like people see mala beads and they automatically think like Buddhism and yeah. Hinduism and mm -hmm. um which well, it's so stylish now. I don't think about it to right. be honest with you because but some people and some people who oh, might have fear. Around yeah. Oh yeah. There's fear. Oh, and I totally had like I've had someone to be like, well, isn't like that kind of is like a a bad thing? And I'm like, why? It's a piece of jewelry. Right. Like it's fine. But anyway, right. yeah. So there's all kind of weirdness we can surrounding fear meditation, mala beads, all those right. things. Like just ask. I always think like if when I feel fearful about a practice or about something I always am like hmm interesting right what why do I feel fearful let's talk about it Jesus. what yeah let's talk about it Shall and I'm we? not saying that everything that you fear is going to be alleviated right. I think that sometimes you're gonna be like yeah that's not for me right that's not something for me but other times you might or you might be like that's not for anybody or you could be like that's not for me that's for them or maybe this is for me right. and this is a welcome freedom. thing like, yeah that's the cool thing about Christ is he just offers so much freedom yeah and some people find freedom in different things mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah yeah anyway that's it I think that's it okay well I will pray us out pray us out oh dear God you are so good Lord, you are the creator. You're the ultimate creator, and you created us in your image, and therefore you made us creators. And Lord, we um, are appreciative of all of the ways that you reveal yourself mm -hmm. and um, that you ask us to redeem things that maybe have fear attributed to them or maybe were used in some way to scare or control or wield power over others. And Lord, that you ask us to take that back. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. And Father, I just thank you for um, all of our people who are out there listening today. I thank you that you invite us into so many different kinds of prayer and meditation. Mm -hmm. and you just want to have a relationship with us that isn't so 
sterile or mm, controlled, Lord, that you just want to be with us Mm -hmm. and you call us to you. And I just pray, Father, that you would help us to um, enter into that rest that you offer. Um, I thank you for this wonderful conversation for my dear friend, Jesse, mm-hmm. for all of those people out there listening. Uh, we love you, Lord. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a great week, guys. Bye, guys.